Hi, this is Andrew Miller from Business Enjoyment and this is another episode of The Tingle Zone. In this episode, I'm talking with Arne Terry, who's a blogger and social media professional who looks to demystify social media for business owners in order to unlock wealth and have fun along the way. Now, Arne used to be in recruitment. Specifically, he was an international headhunter. Back in the day, his life was perfect. Great income, nice house, nice car, newly married, first child on the way, and then the 2008 crash hit. Everything stopped almost overnight. With no income and the loans taken out for the wedding, the honeymoon and the car still unpaid for, it was crisis time. In our conversation, we explore what had to be done in order to get through the financial crisis, what he learned through that process about the mindset for survival and the importance of investing in yourself. Arne also talks us through the basic process of how to turn your passion into a profit. Before we get our discussion underway, I would like to present you with a gift. If you go to my website, businessenjoyment.com, you will be able to download a free copy of my latest book, More Than Just Money. In this book, you find an explanation of the business enjoyment model. Learn how you can use it to find a solution to pretty much any problem you're facing and discover what I really mean when I say that I want you to enjoy your business so much it makes your bits tingle. So do check that out. But for now, sit back, relax, invest some time in yourself and most of all, enjoy. Hey, thank you very much for having me on the show, Andrew. Much appreciation and gratitude. I am a international headhunter turned social media professional and just having fun along the way uh, and learning a lot from mistakes and failures. That's a bundle to throw in together. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> uh, so interesting mixes going on there, different stuff, lots of journeys. How have you got to this? Point now tell us what your journey's been like um so um keeping it condensed um as i mentioned i'm introducing myself as a as a headhunter as a recruiter so i i actually started my career as a as a recruiter um about 15 years ago i believe 14 that years standard ago. sort of high street name just getting out there getting placements type um of. yeah so i start, started off like industrial recruitment pickers packers faultless truck drivers um didn't, didn't like that industry whatsoever. Um, loved recruitment and then moved into IT recruitment, pretty sharpish um, from, from that career. And then um, literally I talk about, you know, setbacks and failures. Um, when I was like, yes, recruitment's amazing. And I started to do quite well. Um, we hit the 2008 recession. Uh, and that was very, very interesting um, because I was building up my career. Uh, let's just say my social media, sorry, my recruitment career. And um, 2008 hit and I had a lot of um, commitments, let's just say. So I purchased my house, I think it was in 2007. Um, we had our daughter in 2008, got married uh, around about that time as well. So we had a lot of financial commitments literally thrust upon us because we were building our family empire, foundation, whatever you want to call it. And then 2008 hit the global financial crisis, um, which again, I guess we're going through some interesting times at current. Um, so what that meant was um, 
I had to get a, a second job. So I was working two jobs at a time because people wasn't recruiting. My job was mainly based on commission. Um, I had a car that I thought was quite nice at the time. I had to sell the car. You know, the, the usual story. Um, have, you know, had to buy a banger. And literally this car was, you know, so bad. Um, the electrics failed. Um, also, um, the indicators went as well. The speedometer went. I'm not making this up. And <laughs> it, the car was really bad. And literally, it was, you know, I was going through embarrassment. I was going through um, shock, despair, everything, um, feeling sorry for myself. Um, but I just I just got through it and I just, just oh, made sure. Well, let's, let's just not rush through the book. <laughs> 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 we don't just gloss over those sort of things. <laughs> Um, let's just step back a bit or, or get a bit of context. But I mean, what the, the recruitment company that you work for, um, I, I don't know what they were like. So in mm-hmm. my, my experience of a, a lot of the recruitment agencies at that time, yeah, very much almost of the akin of the, 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 the yuppies of the 80s, sort of very fast, very uh, high driven, play hard, you know, work hard, play hard, yeah. fast cars and that kind of thing. Um, was that a sort of environment that you were... Luckily for me, this particular business that I worked for wasn't. It was the recruitment company was based in Bolton. And the owner was a Boltonian. He was a Bolton football fan. And he was very, very grounded. Even though he was a multi-multi-millionaire many times over, he was very grounded. So his way of business was more where it was family we all looked after each other don't get me wrong it wasn't all hugs because <laughs> yeah, yeah. it, it was it was driver it was passion determination it was focus but no luckily this particular business because i have been in that other side of business <laughs> which is just interesting wasn't <laughs> 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 yeah. we we could spend a long time just speaking about that um but yeah this particular business wasn't and i'm so glad i was in this particular business at that time mm-hmm. in my career because um, i'm thinking even though they've got to make business decisions and obviously yeah. it's mission based it sounds like the, the, at least behind it they can be a bit more supportive and understanding yeah what, yeah, what's yeah. so again it, you know as we're speaking now people have previously or currently going through this um, due to the Mm. 2020 uh, challenges that we had. Um, So it's pretty much like that that was going on. No one was recruiting. We was constantly having meetings about how can we keep up uh, morale and spirits? uh, How do we keep engaging with our customers, our clients, um, and just making sure that we're, we're there for them when they start hiring again or Unfortunately, at that time, um, for me, I was um, recruiting for a lot of investment banks and Bear Stearns was one of those um, companies that I was recruiting for and they literally disappeared overnight. Mm. Um, And then I had another um, successful consultancy that was recruiting for Perot Systems. Um, who were a consultancy. So think about your your Deloitte's or your PWC's or something like that. I think actually Dell now purchased Perot Systems. Um, And they went through challenging times as well. So it literally had a knock-on effect. It was like a domino effect and then hit me because I had invested in house, um, marriage, honeymoon, car, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then literally is looking at the ingoing versus the outgoing uh, and they didn't compute. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so literally what I had to do was I actually went and got a job at um, Tesco um, supermarket. So I was working my recruitment job, what, 40, no, no, I wish I was doing 40, like 50 hours a week, 55 hours a week. And then on the, on the Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday, I'd be working at Tesco. So I would finish work, um, uh, let's say seven o'clock, but I think I was in Tesco for like seven thirty, eight o'clock to like one o'clock in the morning, wow. um, Thursday and Friday. And then Saturday I would do a, a full day, which is like a nine till seven. And then Sunday I would do like a 10 till four. Um, so it was very challenging, but again, People are doing that at the moment. I'm not the first and will not be the last. I have multiple jobs. And it's just one of those things that you try and get through it. But I mean, the- and just when when you did the look at the numbers and you realized it was going the wrong way and all the rest of it, taking that job at Tesco's or even looking for it, um, was it was it just one of those things, well, I've just got to do it. It's the way it is. Was there an element of, I, I spoke with some people who've, who've they've had the high career and then the actual thinking of, oh, I've got to work at Tesco's is almost like a case of, you know, massive, feels like a massive backward step and, and there's an, can have an impact on, um, not that they're arrogant or anything, but mm-hmm. it's just that, that sort of um, shift. What, what was it like for you to? Uh, no, not at all. And, and it's very simply put um, to explain my childhood, my mum, uh, is from West Africa, Sierra Leone. She came into the UK uh, many years ago now, and she came with, with nothing. So we've grown up in, unfortunately, in in lack and, and not having um, the, the usual stuff that our friends had. Um, so I ha- I've seen my mum working crazy hours and working over Christmas and working over Boxing Day, and literally her, you know, she worked for the for the NHS, uh, and her having to book Christmas Day off a year or two years in advance. So for me, it was like, you know, even if my ego did kick in, it, I would kick myself a lot harder to say, you better book up your ideas because you have got it so easy compared to your parents. Yeah, so you, you've grown up with this uh, awareness of what, how things can be, a, re- yeah. a, a sense of realization. And mm. at the end of the day, practical, just what needs to be done in order to get what needs to be done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And the, the benefit I worked for it was for FNF. There was a clothing side at Tesco to work for in the um, so that so I I actually got a suit a full a full like um, jacket and pants. I think it was like for seven pound fifty. <laughs> so that was, that was one great thing about it because um, when stuff were on sale, the staff could like, literally you you got first dibs on it. So I was like, right, I'm having that. And then when I when I go to my client meetings, this is my this is my suit. So I say to myself, I think you know um, when I was spending money on suits because uh, I did like a suit. I was spending all oh, two hundred fifty quid, whatever it was, on on a suit. Uh, now versus like whatever it was seven pound fifty <laughs> so uh, and it lasted me for a good number of years as well no, i mean there are seven pound fifty suits and there are seven pound fifty suits that sounded like a good seven pound fifty suit. yeah it was it was it was well it was it was heavily heavily discounted but again it was still an f and f um pretty much um a disposable um suit but yeah it was yeah. It, it worked out for me yeah but um but no no that's good and, and um again it's just it's one of those things, isn't it? That, that uh, and I, I mentioned it because it does crop up quite a few times, and people might be going through some of those challenges now. But sometimes you, you do just to have have to say what needs to happen and and throw all that head stuff out and just do what needs to be done. And um, yeah, 
you know it's just it's a it's a really important message why i sort of pulled that out but. yeah in fact yeah thank you for that because i did yeah i did gloss over it because i might have had to get the tissues out and start crying over this podcast show because you know i'm i'm smiling i am smiling now but back then was bloody bloody tough it was very very difficult it was very very difficult just going through that experience uh, and if anyone's going through a challenging experience now um you look back years later and you reflect on it and it does make you a stronger person um so it sounds a bit patronizing when people say no you'll get through it you'll be stronger from it um, at the time you do not appreciate what some what that person's saying to you but if that person's gone through it like i have gone through it um you just need to just put those words to your back of your head uh, and just think yeah I, I will get through this and i will be stronger from it but again those words aren't going to pay for your groceries, not going to pay for your mortgage, your shopping, your, your whatever else it is. Um, so it's just unfortunately is there to build up some mental muscle, your mindset, your focus um, for, for a later stage. Um, so yeah, I literally just did what I thought was best for me, which was what everyone else was doing, which was just get a second job or third or whatever, um, because obviously I had a, a newborn um, mm. and a and a new um, new married life as well. Yeah. So it was, and just, obviously your, your your wife's dedicated to looking after the, the child. Well, to, to, be, to be actually, I'm glad you mentioned that um, because I'm making that sound like I did all all the like the the um, the financial work, which which is completely untrue. Uh, for our first bomb, my wife had to go back to work. I think our daughter was five months um, when she went to um, nursery. Um, so yes, yeah, so my wife was working full time as well. Um, so luckily enough, yeah, we just we just you know worked as much as we could. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's just it's just sad and it's just really sad though when when you start your life together but then you start like not seeing each other um you know it, it shouldn't be like that it really really shouldn't be like that um so it's just anyone starting off in your in a new family just be conscious of your of your finances and what you really want and what's more important to you you know are you happy to not see your families have that nice car um you, you know it, you know and it comes that some people are happy to to go and spend five six seven eight hundred pounds on on monthly payments on the car but keep working for that car and not see the family um so it was it's, it's a big trade-off and, and mm. for me yes i didn't have a car that expensive whatsoever it was just those unforeseen un, you know circumstances which forced me into working more which was you know, back in 2008, the, the, the financial crash. Um, but yeah, I did really want to skate over that because that was painful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you're not, you're not getting off that easy, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but I, again, as you said, it, you know, it is important because the, there are people that will be facing these sort of things and um, mm. what you what you can share with people is is is, is, is much more valuable than um you know someone that hasn't been through that hasn't experienced it and doesn't understand so yeah you, you get you get through it the, the, the thing you know you, you, even more so now you've seen all these um stuff on um across media platforms you know talks you know 
try to give you some encouragement because I always sit for positive stuff, you know, weathering the storm and going through the storm or going through hell. The, the, the thing is, any you know, anyone listening to this podcast um, interview at the moment is just keep going, get through it. You, you will go through it. The worst thing you can do is just stop because you'll be stuck in hell. You'll be stuck in the storm. You'll be stuck in your in the mess just just get through it just get through you know if it's the fear keep going you'll get through the fear if it's despair keep going you'll get through this despair you know so on and so on no, no matter what <clears throat> negative emotion you're feeling just you just need to keep going to get through it and, and you will do you will do there'll be some sort of um strength or some some sort of circumstance that will come and find you and help you through um that despair that fear that challenge um, that that negative emotion, as long as you keep the focus, as long as you keep the repetition, and it did with me. Mm. Brilliant, yeah. And um, the other thing I find is, is you know, having that, um, you know, that clear why, you know, the the the, 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 the gets that drive going. And I'm, I'm, I would interpret, I would guess that for you, with that all that family, for your wife, for your kid, for that sort of thing, that's going to be that that big drive. It's not doing it just for you; it's doing it for somebody else as well. Hundred so percent. Keep you um, absolutely on track, and it's like it's worth doing this because you know somebody else benefits. It's yeah, hundred percent. I, I couldn't, I couldn't fail. I, I wasn't, I wasn't allowed to fail myself <laughs> or, or to fail, fail my family. Um, so it, it was, it was that kind of thing. And you, you can, you can play on things because back then. It was uh, with the banks. It was like uh, there was a documentary, whatever it was, you know, too big to fail or the banks are too big to fail. So I would literally just adopt that into my own mindset and just said, you know, I'm, I'm too focused to fail. I'm too focused to fail. I'll get through this, whatever it is. So um, you just need to play on little stuff like that. Uh, and I didn't realise I was using these kind of mindset tweaks and hacks, whatever, until now, my, my later life, I was thinking, oh, that's how you got through it. You just kind of change things and, and made it your way, made it your focus. So whatever gets you through it, you just need to do it. Um and yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and and the car was the car was a massive issue as well that, that I had. I literally I just scrapped it after I think I had it made not too long because luckily things started to pick up um, within the thing about just under a year uh so i think i scrapped it for like 200 pounds or maybe even less than that <laughs> i just called someone and said just take it away take it <laughs> represents everything that i hate <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah so you, you stuck with the recruitment all the way through until that came back up <clears throat> yeah so so what what happened was um again keeping it quite quite condensed was the unfortunate thing, because I've always had a kind of an entrepreneur spirit and flair. So I was literally thinking about starting up a business or doing something or going to trading. I did try trading. I was like, right, okay, what, what can I do? What can I do? I'm never going to put myself in this situation ever again. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I, I went to trading. I went to um, um, different things. I was looking into inventions and what can I invent or what can I pop, pop up with? Obviously, I lost money doing X and doing Y and putting my time into stuff. And I failed and failed and failed again. Um, and the... And, just, and when you say fail, what do you mean by fail with respect to those? Um, I thought I was going to be a millionaire by the time I was 30. <laughs> And I'm and I'm now and I'm now and I'm now forty uh, very soon. So, so, so when you say fail, you mean it wasn't as successful as you thought it might. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I thought I thought stuff was going to pan out like. For example, Let, let's like, let's create. Let's just make something up and see if it happens. And if it yeah. doesn't happen, then I failed. 
yeah yeah <laughs> so but that that's what it was like because but but then I was literally in um I was I wasn't in the right frame of mind because I'll just come out of that 2008 2009 um situation so I was just trying different things on how I can be successful it, you know I'm talking about monetary success here now my mindset is completely different I'm talking about the the, the younger aunt Terry here um so um, oh yeah, I went into trading, looked into that, um, and then when again on the trading side, I set up a trading account, went to like a trading course, and then I'm talking about tens of pounds here, not a lot of money, uh, maybe a couple hundred quid at most, uh, and then that just didn't suit me. Uh, I went into something else where I thought, oh, I've got an idea, I'm gonna do. I think it was something to do with car pressure or car um, tire pressure monitors or something like that. anyway it was some some idea that i had spent a load of money looked into all, all the um the legislation behind it you know if i can kind of market this out and found out that it's already existed and waste a lot of money because i think it was in formula one cars anyway at the time um so yeah so i just went into different things um but um while i was doing that i was focused on building up my career as a recruiter so again I went from just a recruiter then to a senior recruiter then to a principal um, and then going up to a um, team lead to a manager to a head of practice um, climbing the corporate ladder um, P&L responsibility profit and loss managing teams hire a fire coach mentor trainer um, then it led me to obviously being a international recruiter um, which I'm, I'm still actually doing. I've got my own company. I've got my own recruiting business, by the way. Um, but I, it was only two years ago, maybe three years ago. That's when I, when I quit quit my job uh, and then started my own recruiting business. Um, and I was look, I was still looking for something that would suit me. Mm-hmm. So was, was that shift to running your own business? driven from a hey i can do this i don't need the support around me or wanting to have a different lifestyle or what was the what was the cause for that shift yeah great question it was it was um probably pretty much all the above um because there was i'm a new business guy uh, basically um so i brought in a load of accounts and then in certain recruitment businesses when you bring in an account and you may only be able to allow to to recruit for a certain technology and everybody else gets the rest of the business win and you get a pat on the back. Um, so there was, there was too much of that going on over the years. And, uh, and I taught myself how of it for too many times saying that I was going to start my own business and didn't, and then said it again and it didn't said it again and it didn't. And to be fair that the money, the money was decent. So my, um, my last role that I left was a, was a six figure, um, package um, so obviously when when you've got money coming in like that as it, it's, it's difficult to to say hey I'm going to be an entrepreneur and, all, and nothing <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, I love going through that and having no money a few years ago yeah. I want to do that again yeah. I want to do that again. So the amount of times people would say constantly, set your own company or set your own recruitment business. Do it, do it. You need to do it. You need to do it. It's like, yeah, but I've got money coming in constantly. I've got a team working for me. I'm making overrides on their sales. And now I'm going to give all that up, which I did. Um, So yeah, going back to your question, it was a case of making, um, 
making a name for myself, having money come into my company, not someone else, and and the, and the lifestyle. Um, now, um, they are of um, today of now. Um, like I said, I'm approaching the age of forty. Uh, married uh, 13 years. I've got a 12 year old uh, daughter, a 10 year old son, and a two and a half year old daughter. Um, so you know, three years ago, um, when my wife was obviously due, um, it was just it was a no brainer for me. It was it was logic with natural uh, evolution, which was to do it for yourself now. Um, and, and work and don't earn anything until you start finding your clients again. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine your wife to you sort of saying, "We are not having another child because every time we do." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I, I picked a very challenging time to do this because I did it. Uh, when we was just moving house as well, we 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 got a we we got a a better house. Um, and then obviously COVID hit a couple of years after, a year after. So I, I've done it at a very interesting, interesting time. And my recruiting business has taken a, a, a big hit. Um, uh, I water an amount of revenue hit um, for, for 2020. Um, so which leads me on to obviously the, the social media side of it as well, because um, back in 2019, while I, my plan was basically this, was my recruitment business, yeah, that's going well, um, because my recruitment business is, is big fees, big salaries, so uh, people earning, you know, um, six-figure um, packages, salaries, or contractors earning, you know, 800,000, 1,500 pounds a day. And then I'm obviously charging, but putting my margin on top of that as well. Um, so my, my thing was, right, okay, getting getting the big fees and then the fees that you're getting for 2020, you're going to start to invest in property. You're going to get in the property market. I had it all planned down, all written down. And then February of 2020, I put in a offer for my first um, property and to get on portfolio. Uh, the, the, the the dreaded C word was mentioned. And uh, I, I don't really listen to the news that often. And I listened to the news and I thought, no, I'm, I'm pulling out of this house. Um, so I literally pulled out of the house because 2020 was meant to be my year to buy at least between five to 10 properties or pretty much like 15 um, if I was going to just do base, based on flips. Yeah. Um, but that didn't happen. So my focus was also doing social media for 2021. Um, so all I did was just reverse it the other way around because in the background in 20, end 2018, 2019, um, because obviously I'm a recruitment business and my own business, I had time to develop myself. And that's one thing if you take in, if anyone's listening to get a takeaway from this is invest in yourself. It's so important. Um, so what did you do to invest in yourself? What, what, are, you, what are you reading? What, are you, what courses are you doing on? How much money hey, how did I, we got? But yeah, give it, give it, if, if someone how, how much <laughs> how much money did I spend is is more like it, gosh. Um but anyway, um so yeah, so I invested my time and money in a property course, uh, which I still regularly um are on the Facebook groups and we're learning about anything to do with legislation and change and, and obviously how to build your property portfolio. Um so they were in seminars 
seminars when we was allowed to mix. Um, so I went to various multiple seminars. Uh, then I was flying, I'm in Manchester, I was flying to London back and forth on other seminars about social media. Uh, I went to a very big uh, conference in Birmingham. Um, I can't remember what it's called. It's something resorts, not the NEC, it's next to the NEC. But anyway, that's never here, here nor there. Um, so I went to NEC uh, and met some uh, big names out there. So the real estate guy, Grant Cardone, who's a, allegedly a billionaire, uh, Gary V. I met Ty Lopez, I met uh, Russell Brand was there actually, um, and quite quite a few other big names out there as well. And so I invested in one of the um, one of the courses for social media. Um, and then I went to and then I went and sat in that course shortly after, did like a three-day workshop, um, took more information at home. I can go on. I went to a different social media course as well. I literally beside me at the moment, I've just got stacks of books. Um, so it's, it's everything. So I've, I've literally been focused on my mindset as well. So I've got various books on mindset. Um, and if people follow him, Dr. Joe Dispenser, Bruce Lipton, mm-hmm. um, and on the uh, kind of uh, meditation side or manifesting side, um, Abraham Hicks um, to do with, and then Grant Cardone, you know, I'm, I, I'm someone who doesn't read. I'm someone who hates reading. This is what I used to tell myself. This is what I used to tell myself. It's just, it's just funny. I, was, I, I hate reading. I can't read now. For example, um, I've just all just bought an audible today. Um, Rhonda Byrne's new book, The Greatest Secret, and then that, that's another book that I've bought and that that, that I've um, read as well. The, the Initial Secret, and I'm looking forward to literally having an early night tonight to literally listen to that book on Audible. <laughs> so um, so the, 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 this is just me because I, I, I'm, I believe if one thing that we should be doing, especially if we've got, if we've got a few, bit more time in our hands or if we don't know what to do in our life, is think about a passion or think about a hobby, something that you enjoy doing and invest in that. It doesn't have to be financial if obviously, if you're going through um, financial challenges at the moment, but at least an audio book or a, a, just a physical book or going onto YouTube, you can get so much free material from YouTube. Um, so hopefully that's answered your question. I, I could literally speak about it for ages and I've, I've just bought another book on, on Go. Um, the actual traditional board game as well. Uh, I used to play a lot of chess, um, but I want to take it one step further. Um, so I'm all about strategy. Um, so yeah, my, my mind goes into into different places. So I'm, I'm very um, strategic uh, because I had to be that way because of from when I've been breaking into different markets from a sales perspective, when I've, when I've been running my teams and coaching and showing them how to break into different companies, how to break into a multi-billion pound company. Like one of my biggest companies that I got into was um, TGX Europe, TK Maxx. Um, and globally, they're like a 33 billion pound organization. And little old me got into that company and got on one of the, um, in fact, it was I'm not too sure now, but it was the, the biggest uh, contract that the that the recruitment company that I worked for had in, the, in in their history so um it just basically it's just me <laughs> it's just me <laughs> Sweet, yeah. but I, I you know on the mindset stuff because you you brought it up earlier on when you're you know having to work the two jobs and that kind of stuff and and realize in hindsight that you were you you'd had 
the learnings were there you didn't have the label or the attachment or the yeah or whatever it might be kind of thing um so what 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 else do you notice by looking back in what you know now looking back what else have you learned about yourself um oh gosh again it's something that's so deep i can get into but i'll try and keep it as as, as, a, as a fluid as possible um what i've learned about myself is um, not take myself too seriously is, is the main thing um i need now i have more fun uh, as myself now i'm you know back then yes i was partying i was drinking a lot i was going out but i'm but I, it wasn't i'm talking about fun in a different way fun in myself fun just being around my family fun in my own skin and knowing myself a lot more not having to put on an act or be someone else to try and fit in so, so, uh, so have, you, have you have you grow have you built a better relationship with, your, with yourself over the last 15 years 100 percent 100%, 100%. And um, again, for, for anyone listening to this, I think um, solitude, solitude is is great. Having time out for yourself. Um, and I, I think I did a, did I do a YouTube? Oh God, I'm, I'm on everything. So I might, I might have done a, a YouTube or a blog, a blog <laughs> about it anyway. Um, but I was talking about solitude and people use it as a negative, but it's such a powerful thing just to be by yourself and just be in the comfort of your own skin and to basically um, be happy, um, you know, who you are. Um, so, so yeah, so it's things like that and, you know, things like meditation, et cetera, which, you know, 10 years ago, I was like, what the hell, meditation? Well, that's a little bit rubbish. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's just things like that, which, which, is, which has helped me become a, an extremely stronger person, the mindset to me my mindset is everything uh, mindset is completely king and i and it'll be interesting to see how things pan out but I, I think uh you know comparing now with the sort of the 2008 fallout you know a lot of things that we're talking about normally about mindset and meditation and that kind of thing now it's kind of quite common it's it's a normal level of conversation i think in the in, in the pubs in the in, the, in a business set context or whatever back in 2008 2009 nobody was really talking about it yeah you but, was weird though yeah exactly. <laughs> you, 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 you was literally wearing sandals and had long hair or you was just wearing beads and stuff like you you were strange to do it um and you know they, they were onto something and those people who were who were preaching about it and doing course about it they're they're all now multi multi billionaires i'm just just saying though but so um so yeah so for, for me it's mindset and to touch up on your book actually and uh, we did say this just for, just before we went live um and one thing really stuck with me and there's on the start of it on, on your book when you talk about um, enjoyment is is success um now into business and people just folk about the money the money the money all the time in the business it's the enjoyment when i was going through your book it really really put a smile on my face uh, because for the number of years now i've been saying success is happiness and happiness is success and so what i mean about that is anyone could be successful within minutes um literally it's happiness and um, so we need to f- focus on the happiness first and to me that is success and um, because again referencing your book and um, there's just so much stuff um that is you know 
on the media when a company, because my clients are big, big multi-billion pound companies, Oracle, SAP, ServiceNow, IFS, these companies turn over billions, the owners of the company are billionaires. And like you said in your book, it, it, and it infuriates me when, when it's what, like what you wrote down, when these companies are making billions of pounds of dollars and it says, oh, they've only made, oh, they've, you know, they've had a 10%, not even 10%, a 5% drop in their earn, in the company's earnings. It's like- I only made the 10 million instead of the- Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. They're still highly, highly profitable. Same with like, you know, the banks as well, when they're making so much profit, when they've got a stockpile of, you know, billions of pounds in the bank book for that year or quarter, they may, may have made a bit of a loss or, or less of earnings. They've still got a stockpile amount of cash. So- um, I completely, 100% um, your fan and cheerleader about what, what you're talking about there because yeah, it, it is, it's, it's that simple. We should all be focusing on the enjoyment and the success. Uh, and what, again, my success definition is happiness. Um, should we feel focused on the happiness first and then everything else will, will, will come when it needs to. Because the, 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 when you're, when they look, just talk about the money because the other thing is obviously it's, it's all about more, 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 more. So the yeah, the growth of the GDP, the growth of the everything's got to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And and all the issues that we're having right now in terms of the environment, in terms of uh, lack of money, and all, it's it's because we it's it's the consequence of constant growth, and you can't yeah. have constant growth. It's it's got to have a point where it ends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I see it, you know, many will disagree, some may agree, I see it as a virus, we're literally just becoming a virus to, to, the, to, the, um, to the environment and mm. to the planet, so we, like you said, we need to actually look to see what's more important in us, and, you know, um, fast fashion has taken a massive hit, because they have obviously had a detrimental effect on the environment, on the lakes, on the rivers, uh, on people's wealth, on people's health. Um, so we need to look within, but the kind of annoying thing is all these companies now have made so much money, so many billions and they go, oh yeah, now we're gonna, we're gonna save the planet now. It's like, you're the cause <laughs> of it. You've, you've caused this, yeah. you've caused it, you, you know, you, you've done, you, you've put all the plastic where, where it shouldn't be going. You've not done this and, and now you're going to save the planet. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I had someone I was speaking to, um, and if you're listening, Jill, thank you very much. I'm nicking your quote here. Um, but she said um, very similar thing. You, people get to this point where they suddenly stop and say, it's time to give back. back. Yeah. And, and, and what she says is like, well, that suggests you took too much in the first place then. Absolutely. Yeah, I completely agree. I completely agree. There's there's too much of that going on. But the great thing is now with um, social media, um, the right side of social media, they, they pick up on um, these companies who are unscrupulous and they, can, and, and they can highlight them quite quickly. But there's still a lot of stuff that needs to be, be changed. Talk to me about the, the right side of social media. I'm intrigued to know what you're view on that um so the right side to, to me is is us the people not mainstream simple as that not 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 going to the mainstream media me or you literally having you've got your podcast you are you have show you are very very powerful what you what you're doing so if you see something that you believe is not 
our company doesn't have a moral compass in the right direction or being unscrupulous in a certain way you can talk about on your show and it gets to the right kind of people mm. because your voice is very, very powerful. The spoken word is extremely powerful. The written word is extremely powerful. So that's what I mean about the right side of social media, not mainstream media where someone is on a salary and they're given a script. There you go. It's like Hollywood, you know, there you go. There's your script. You go and read that. You go be a good boy. You be a good girl. And you say what you have to say because the powers that be have put that in front of you. And you may disagree with it. And it's like, if you disagree with it, you get fired. Mm. I mean, just to be devil's advocate, why not? And um, and, and or, or to understand your point, because obviously the risk or the downside with the the good side of social media, the the, the people power, is that we do get all the um, the trolls and the and the and the personal attacks and the people hiding behind their keyboards sending some really nasty stuff on social media, which puts a lot of people off from really getting involved. And appreciate that when you get into a, the, the proper sort of systematic stuff, you kind of don't touch that. But that's one of the things for me is uh, it, it taints that sort of medium is that there isn't a filter. And you would hope that the good stuff will float up and that will get the, the noise. But there's so much of the negative as well. Yeah, 100 percent. So I have just literally today, I think, just um, done a uh, new YouTube video. Um, easier said than done, but my the title of it, um, I may maybe tomorrow I can't remember, and the title of it is um, um, it's none of my business what people think about me, um, and and that's it, and you know the trolls that come through, you have to read it for it to affect you, so there's certain things you can do to protect yourself, which is you don't have to have comments. On, on on your actual um, content that you're putting out there. You can block comments on there. And also you can go, for example, like um, I think most of the, the platforms, but I'm just going to pick, let's say YouTube, you can put, and Facebook as well, you can put certain things in there to pull words out. So if someone puts scam, obviously, because I'm black, someone calls me a racist name, um, you can put stuff in there to make sure if those words are, are picked up, then the algorithm doesn't show it to you. But going going back to what I've said as well, you, you have to read those comments for, for you to be trolled um, and you don't have to read them. You know, you, you, you don't have to put comments on there. You can just give your awareness. And again, you can come in from an impartial view as well uh, as, as an awareness or just highlighting it out there. Um, but, but I think, like I said, um, our voice is, is very powerful. And that's why I've got into social media side of it as well. Uh, and and my, my side is, is evolving in terms of what I'm, what I'm doing and what I'm creating. Um, because it first started out with helping people turn the passion to profit, which I still do. Uh, I've got a course which never sleeps. It's out there, doesn't discriminate. Um, creed, color, age, you got no excuse jump on it um but it's it's now manifesting something else um I'm, I'm in fact um toying with the idea probably will do it is to do another course on to empower people because what's going on with them losing their jobs and how to create a, a recruitment company um how to get from zero to 120,000 turnover within within 12 months um so i'm I'm probably going to put some course content around that as well. Um, and then also I'm doing something else, which is 
uh, which uh, I'm in, in my lab making, which, which can be quite powerful and which which will have a huge impact, um, which uh, which I'm really looking forward to. Mm. And with, when you come up with these new ideas and the ideas of course and things, are you a bit more, as you say, strategic is the word you used earlier on. Are you testing them and then see whether there's traction in it first before going full guns blazing or is that, hey, let's just get out there and then it, and it, then it exists and people can make their own mind up? What's your... Um, yeah, I'm testing it. So again, I've done another um, YouTube video on um, the art of your pre-order. Um, so there's nothing that I will go into and put all my time and money into. And what I mean about the pre-order, <clears throat> the best way to think about it is um, don't, and this is how I, I teach people, do not spend your money, do not create anything until you've tested it. So say, for example, my course, hypothetically, I'm going to do this course for, um, and that's why I've said I'm doing the pre-order now um, for my recruitment <clears throat> from zero to 120,000 turnover, start new recruiting business, I'm literally just going to put it out there on pre-order. I say, I've got this course. I'll just do a simple video. I'll create some fancy stuff on there and I'll see who's biting, who's interested. Then once I get the bites, once I get the information, then I create the course around it. So that's what I talk about. And that's how I coach and train people to master pre-order. Obviously, I've just modeled this from the big companies out there, all the big companies do it. Um, they always do, you know, think about when you, when you get that car, when the, the, when the new car comes out, oh, get this new 2020 model car, whatever, on pre-order, you know, before it's even come out. And then, then it gets recalled six months later because, because it gets, um, there's something to do with the airbag, there's something to do with, you know, ABS and stuff like that. The, the thing which no one, not I won't say no one, the thing that a lot of people don't really understand is literally every single electronic item or gizmo, whatever you've got, is it's not 100% complete. And the best thing to talk about is your, your phone. You know, why do you think your phone always get con gets constant updates from when it actually gets launched? Because your phone's not ready. Mm. Where the guinea pigs, it gets launched, it's probably like 85%, 90% done. And then you'll get people like me, um, not not like me, because I don't get, I never get the latest phone. Um, but you, 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 you're just, the early adopters pick it up and they find all the yeah, bugs. Yeah, exactly, it, exactly. And then they do all the bug fixing, etc. So that that's just mastering a pre-order. Yeah. Um, so that that's what I talk about adopting stuff yeah. like that. So hopefully that's yeah, answered your question. And it, yeah, exactly. And it's it's contrasting what we were talking about earlier on when you were sort of having all these ideas, uh, and you were saying. I failed. Yeah. Because you were taking them to, a, I'm guessing you were taking them to a certain point and investing yeah. you were talking about and it wasn't working. Yeah. And with that shift now, it's like, well, it doesn't work. Just because it doesn't work doesn't mean it's not a failure. It's just yeah. not working. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's just like, for example, if I wanted to um, write, write a book um, and if I wanted to write, write a book, I would literally have the cover. Um, and in fact, I wouldn't even and this is for anyone who is looking to write a book, I wouldn't even come up with a cover myself. What I would be doing is I would probably have four different covers and then I would put it out to, to the masses out there in social media and get get a poll, A, B or C, A, B, C, D, which one do you, would you prefer? And you use, you use a people's voice to see what kind of cover is best and then you go with the majority because guess what? You know, when they see that cover they're going to probably want to purchase the book and then they won't even write the book until 
I'll just put the the first initial part and then maybe the 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 you know whatever some of the contents in it and say books coming out get it on pre-order then what I would do is collect the money on pre-order if if it's a flop I'm sorry the book's not coming out it's been postponed there's your refund or if the book is a success on pre-order I've not done anything then I collect that money and then guess what? I've used that money on the pre-order to then invest in getting that book either written for me or writing for myself. And then it helps with whatever it helps with. So, so that, that's what I coach and talk about and pre-ordering is very, very powerful. Mm. Um, it, when you go into something like that, when you're going into you know, the proof of concept or the development stage, um, I see it as a service delivery lifecycle because I come through, uh, come from, a recruitment uh, ERP background. So when, when they're going through that life cycle, that's what I go through. So I go through the, um, it's just gone off my head now with the, 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 the talking phase, let's just call it. Um, so yeah, the, the, the concept phase. So I, I will not put any money into something until I've um, got people from my social um, group or whether it is, um, you know, commenting, liking or saying it's rubbish. Mm. And if you get a load of those, then you may just need to tweak something. <laughs> or, or, or start again. <laughs> start again. Because you've not invested that much. That's easy to do, isn't it? Exactly. Exactly. Um, so so the social media side that you're doing, you, you're, you're helping people with their own, build their own social media tribes whilst you're building your own social, social media tribe yourself and creating courses in other areas which can then be fed into all those social media drives uh, <laughs> no uh, well I'm, I'm not helping yet yeah, so in the roundabout way what i'm basically doing first first and foremost keep it very simple <clears throat> i'm helping them turn the passion into a passion or hobby into profit very simple so um well put them on the spot what what what's, what's the passion or hobby for you then this may or may not work it's may not work because I'm already doing it, but <laughs> right. Right. Pod, podcast is it, is it podcasting or uh, well, it's, right. it's, I mean, it's the it's, it's the whole concept of enjoyment, but um, uh, let's do it. I'm trying to think if I have a hobby that um, I do that I'm not currently doing anything with. <laughs> <laughs> Try and make it harder for me, yeah, give, yeah. Give, uh, give me a passion or hobby, and then I'll tell you what, what I do. Oh, dear, oh, law. I've already integrated everything that I want to do with <laughs> don't have a life don't have a life outside work um, but because uh, I can say well let's go let's go with uh, I mean it's an easy one really but let's go with public speaking there you go so right okay yeah, any, yeah, for, so. any form of speaking we've got podcasts we've got standing up on stages we've got all sorts of presenting going on yeah um so yeah so spit uh, let's um talk about the speaking side of it so what I would be saying to them is there's obviously ways to catch your audience the, the basic one, uh, and not basic because it's powerful, is a written word. So I show him from start to finish how to how to create a blog from scratch. And I give him information about the, the blog itself and the reason why we use Blogger, because Blogger is owned by Google. Uh, obviously, Google being the biggest, largest search engine in the world, et cetera, et cetera. So I show him how to do that. And then, and then you get this. Um, and even before I get the pushback and saying, I don't want to blog, it takes too much time. I then, <clears throat> uh, on my walkthrough, I direct him to places where you get the articles from. So they don't even have to put the articles themselves. And make sure I tell them that you need just need to reference the article so you can trace it back to the source. Uh, and then from there, I say, 
um, right, okay, what we need to do, because you capture in the written word, we also need to get motion picture on there as well. So I lead them over to YouTube. And then, um, again, it's a search engine. And then I get them to get the a video, which is reference to public speaking. And then I get that. And then I help show them how to embed that into, the, into their, um, onto their blog. And then it's basically a, a written and then a, a visual um, twice a day. So within a week, you've got 40 posts. Within two weeks, you've got 28. Within four weeks, you've got 56. So then you've, I've set you up straight away within the month to, um, to give you kind of social proofing that you, you've got a blog up and running. And then I get obviously the pushback. How the hell is that going to make me any money? That's not making any money. First of all, it's like, no, you've got to enjoy the process. It's not, you need help from along the way. And this is what I say. And the people who speak to me wanting to, to earn money, you know, big money straight away, like, no, this course isn't for you then. Go and find someone who's going to lie to you and say that you're going to be a millionaire by next week. Um, so it's, it's, it's about, this is about your passion. This is about your hobby. This is something where it makes you feel good about. This is something when, you, when you're doing it, you're really happy, you're enjoying it, you're excited. So the money comes later. Um, so then what I help the people, people do is then embed, um, sorry, become an Amazon affiliate, on an Amazon associate. Uh, and then how to get the products and services and put onto your blog. And then it, it goes on from there. And then, and then it starts building momentum, basically, and then show them how to be an affiliate. So say if it's public speaking, um, say uh, being an affiliate, again, it's difficult times now with you know, things open and shutting. But say if there's like a, an opera house or a theatre, and say if you've got so many views coming through to your blog, say you've got you know, 10,000 views, you build it up, so you get 10,000 views a month or make it small like five thousand you go and speak to a theater or not proud and say if i can get more people you know tickets sold through my blog do you offer a kind of partnership where i get a couple of pounds oh yes we do actually right okay here's a link you copy that onto your blog and that's how you turn in your passion into profit so you actually talk about it and documenting it and getting paid from it and we all know the internet never sleeps so it's residual money coming in day in day out constantly tick tock tick tock tick tock and then there's there's, there's more in-depth stuff that i go into as well but that's that's it on on, on the base uh and then i show you how to create a youtube channel as well and then once that starts picking up mm. you know it, it it's, it, it, I mean, yeah, obviously social media is very at the core of it, but you, it's, it's sort of the wider digital marketing yeah. concept and courses and all that sort of stuff. It's more than just social media, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like I said, digital marketing, it's, it's, um, it's, it's a way of life as well, just, just by doing something that you're enjoying getting paid for it. And, and it's, it's play, you know, just, just play at it. Um, that's where I see it. And uh, again, I've done another post about this being an art. It is a form of art um, being, you know, I would, I would say you're an artist, um, mainstream media, et cetera, wouldn't, as I say, you're a podcaster um, uh, or a presenter, but it is, it is a form of art, you know, doing that and being very good at what, what you do. Um, so, it's it's just getting someone to enjoy their their passion, their art, uh, and and what what makes what makes them feel good at the end of the day, and, and that that's what I focus on. Uh, I don't focus on the money. Uh, I don't focus on the the likes. I don't focus on um, the social uh, the, whatever it is you know to make the the, the social whatever it is to make, make yeah 
yeah and the, and the and the the thing that just boosts your ego rather yeah yeah i i just focus on on what makes me happy and when when people see my um my thumbnails and my youtube uh, video they're just i just me clowning around just having fun which, which is the main thing yeah yeah exactly um yeah and and as you're talking through that sort of thing about you know don't think about the money just think about the, the journey think about the process what 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 you uh, like it always reminds me of uh, i don't know who, who were the first person asked that question, i've heard it from various coaches and things and people i've worked with but it's um you know even if you knew it was going to fail what would it's what would you still want to do still be worth doing even if you knew it wasn't going to work um and um you know i think that's that sort of sums up the the, the structure that you're uh, talking about um so uh yeah so what's um you got lots of new ideas coming up and, and where's it gonna go but where do you see yourself getting to what's your new vision reveal what you're you know there might be stuff you don't want to reveal i get that it's still sort of behind the closed doors but yes yeah. but where, where are you getting to um make, making a um international difference uh is is where i'm going to get to and where where i'm going to be um it's, it's going to be big Not sure. Are you keeping that, keeping that car to your chest on that, or are we going to expand it a bit more? <laughs> um, connecting people, connecting people, making an international difference, um, and just you know, just just helping people uh, become what they, um, what I, what they should know that they are, which is which is awesome and, and excellent. Um, so yeah, I've, I've just got to keep it close to my chest no, no, that's I'm, all right. yeah i'm one of these people who, who like to talk about stuff and next minute later um again back in the day with when he used to work in corporate <laughs> back in the day someone's someone's gone in bloody taking that client i'll try to do something yeah 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 um, that's right. that's so, but it but it but, but you know in a nutshell it's like if you, if you can help uh these people get to a point where they are not impacted by the fluctuations of the external economy in the same way that you were, then you can sleep easy at night. Yeah, exactly. This, this what I'm creating, isn't for the money. Um, it's not um, for ego. It's for connecting people and giving people a voice and helping them on their journey, no matter how minute or gargantuan that that journey is um so it's literally for for everyone um what i'm what i'm creating and it's it's going to be big um but it's going to be one of those things where uh hopefully no one will hear about it for a good number of, of time and then and then it's going to be it's going to be huge yeah um so i'm just working on a few things um for, for example um <clears throat> i've um fortunate enough to sort of connect with a, with a billionaire um, not not too long ago as well, um, so I, I know he'll be I know he'll be part of that. He doesn't know himself yet, uh, but but when, when we had the, um, the 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 coaching stroke conversation, uh, I said I'll be con contacting you um, very soon when when I have something that's tangible, because uh, obviously time is precious to anyone and everyone, especially if you're. A, if you're a billionaire as well, you're running companies. Um, the great thing is I've got his, um, his cell number. I say cell because he's American. Um, I've, I've got his cell number, so I can literally call him up anytime. So I'm looking forward to having a call with him uh, when this um, 
idea is no longer an idea and it's flu full flowing and i just need someone like him to push it to the next step fully tested shows it works you just need to leverage it out yeah exactly i'm, I'm not, it's kind of like when when you go into the um what was it dragon's den and you yeah and you get someone they're just talking in theory and um, that's not me i'm not going to be talking in theory i'm going to be talking in in this is what's going on this is where we're up to this is the engagement that we've got uh, and then you know when you see when you, if, if anyone's a fan of dragons then you see you see the dragon's eyes all light up and they go from taking notes to shutting up and, and looking and then you can see all the pound signs in their eyes thinking wow they've already done all this they've done all the hard work they just need me to influence and use some of my contacts and some of my business savvy skills my connections my transportation whatever that needs to be and to make it to make it all tie in right i'm in and i want some of your, your business um percentage uh, for, for my expertise so that that's where that's where i'm going to be yeah beautiful well we uh look forward with interest to where that's where that's going to go or where uh, you know hopefully we get a, a catch up for you so maybe in a couple of years time we'll have another podcast and uh <laughs> see how things have moved along but uh yeah hopefully so i'm i'm looking forward to it you know 2021 is is going to be a fantastic year uh and i'm really looking forward to, um to just my journey and just developing myself every single day yeah brilliant so if you were to able to pull all that together and wrap it up into a nice little uh nugget or soundbite or whatever works for you um what makes your bits tingle? Um, helping others, um, give, giving back, uh, and just be being true to myself. It's it's really just just helping others, uh, which is a, which is the focus. My, you know, I've I've changed so much from from the from the selfish salesperson ten years ago to to what I am now. Um, so it's it's really really helping up and, and seeing other people grow and be successful from from just a bit of my influence uh, and it's and I will not take any credit for anyone's success. Everyone's got it within them. It's just you just need to sometimes give someone a bit of a prod and that kind of um, help that they they are great and they are, have always been great. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, Thank you very much for that. Um, if people need to uh, track you down, find your YouTube channel, find your website, whatever they're best for you, what's what way should they go? What should they do? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm an open book. So the, my name's uh, Arn, A-R-N, uh, last name's Terry, T-E-R-R-Y. You literally put, it's not a common name. So if you put that into YouTube, Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, you will find me easy. You will find me very easy. So um um, the best, I would love, I would love for you to find me on um, YouTube, um, subscribe to my channel, and just give some comments, show some love. Um, if you do want to jump on my, my course, which is you know helping you turn your passion to profit, it's my company name, which is Freetown, uh, FreetownMindset.com, uh, and that's it. But I'm, I'm happy to have an initial conversation, do a free 30 minute coaching call, uh, get to know you first, um, to see if if you're right um, for it rather than just jumping straight in and then we'll take it from there. Beautiful. Um, that's great, Arne. There's some really good, interesting um, points in it. Great journey. Thank you so much for, uh, you know, sharing the darker moments, but it is important because, <laughs> you know, um, people do, do have to face it, you know, and um, it's part of it. But when we can get through that and we can get the, um, 
the perspective right you can realize how much you it can make a difference it can change you and you can get a huge amount of value out of it and change you for to be a better person yeah indeed gratitude thank you very much absolutely so um I can hear your kids in the background as well, so I guess it's dinner time. So go off and uh, be with your family, which is important to you. And um, thank you so much for your time now. Right, thank you. See you soon. Take care. Bye now. These podcasts are not necessarily here to give you all the answers. I want you to think about what's been said, what's come up, and how you might apply that to your own situation. And if you've enjoyed it, then please subscribe to the podcast and, of course, share it on the social media platforms and so more people get a chance to hear what's going on. Thanks very much for listening. My name's Andrew Miller from Business Enjoyment and I want you to enjoy your business so much it makes your bits tingle.